Hello and welcome to episode number 39 of Making Media Now, the Filmmakers Collaborative Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Azevedo. Joining me on this episode is David Hartman, the Executive Director of the Massachusetts Production Coalition. David and I had a great chat about what led him to running the MPC, the mission and the offerings of the organization, and how they benefit media makers throughout the state and region, and some recent state legislation championed by MPC that will have long-lasting benefits, not just for people involved in Massachusetts production, but the countless vendors and services they work with. Making Media Now is sponsored by Filmmakers Collaborative, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting media makers from across the creative spectrum. From providing fiscal sponsorship to presenting an array of informative and educational programs, Filmmakers Collaborative supports creatives at every step in their journey. To learn more, visit filmmakerscollab.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I encourage you to please subscribe and leave a review. And now on to my conversation with David Hartman of the Massachusetts Production Coalition. Hello, David Hartman, and welcome to Making Media Now. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. David is the director of the Massachusetts Production Coalition, and uh, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. David and I were just chatting a second ago about how uh, Filmmakers Collaborative and MPC, the Massachusetts Production Coalition, being member-driven organizations in the greater Boston, <clears throat> uh, Massachusetts, New England area, there's actually a lot of overlap within our the ranks of our membership uh, and, and, frankly, some of our mission. So speaking of mission, David, how do you define the mission of the Massachusetts Production Coalition? You know, MPC is a pretty broad trade organization for the film and media production industry in the state of Massachusetts and really was formed, you know, a little over 15 years ago as a way of bringing all of the stakeholders in the industry together um, to really work towards some common mission and common values. It was really by bringing everybody under one umbrella, whether they were production companies or post-production companies, whether they were in feature films or documentary or advertising or education or labor, um, that there would be one place for everybody to really advocate for the industry, increase the amount of production done in the state, and really start to develop an industry. Um, but always with a really strong community focus of, you know, a broad community of people involved in film and media production that are supporting each other, growing together, and really just trying to build a thriving industry here in the state of Massachusetts. And how do you see the membership ranks uh, of the coalition, you know, being integral and beneficial to the effectiveness of the MPC? Yeah, I mean, our, our membership is completely integral to, you know, our strength as a community and our strength as an organization. I mean, you know, people participate in the organization as members for a variety of reasons, whether it's really for the advocacy that, you know, their business or career might depend on. It might be for the kinds of professional development and educational opportunities that we provide. Um, and it may also just be for community and networking. You know, there's a lot of people that are um, have been here for a long time that are members. There's also people that are moving into the state all of the time that become members or people that are simply starting out in their careers and um, looking to meet. 
But we are really, you know, and in terms of our programming, we're a very open organization. I mean, you know, you don't have to be a member to attend our events. Um, people many times just come, you know, frequent our events and just kind of pick the things they want to come to sort of a la carte. And mm -hmm. that's great too. Everybody's, everybody's welcome. How long have you been in the director position? About four years. So I've actually been with NPC for about eight years, uh, first as a program director, and then as the organization grew as a director. And what have you seen as the trajectory of work in Massachusetts within, you know, within the um, motion picture and production field? It has changed so much. I mean, I actually have kind of an interesting timeline with the growth of the industry here. So I graduated from uh, MassArt or the Massachusetts College of Art and Design in 2005 with a double major in photography and film. I immediately went to New York, as most people did, that were interested in fields like that at that time. Coincidentally, 2005 was the first was when the first version of the state's film tax credit program was passed um, and which went into effect in 2006 and then was expanded in 2007. But I can tell you for certain that at that time, nobody in college studying film, you know, would have ever occurred to them to really stay in Massachusetts or Boston you know, to pursue a career. I mean, there were a few things around, you know, like, I mean, it's obviously there's always been a really strong documentary community and, you know, some support there from institutions like WGBH and, you know, the colleges and some of the broadcast field, but it just frankly never, it just wouldn't have occurred to somebody that, you know, I'm going to work on a movie set or find some kind of craft or trade that, you know, would allow me to continue to, work in the field and pursue filmmaking. Um, and there certainly wasn't the kind of digital content being produced and that there is now, which is a whole other, you know, side of the industry. Mm -hmm. So, um, at, you know, so for somebody in that position that I would have been in, you know, a little over 15, you know, just 15 years ago, completely different, completely different. The range of opportunities that somebody coming in the field now can, pursue are really vast. I mean, they can become crew members, they can go into a really advanced, you know, skill or trade in production or post-production. Um, you know, they can work in advertising, they can work in, you know, corporate media, mentory, you know, everything else. I mean, it's just, you know, those range of opportunities are just really incredible. And so the growth that's, I think we, we, where we started was where the growth in the industry has been. And it's just, there are literally thousands of jobs that didn't exist even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the state is now pulling in a little over 30 major productions on average per year, at least as of the past, you know, five to six years, you know, that's films, television series, um, you know, and that doesn't account for every production. I mean, there's many that are, um, smaller, that's simply just a major production category um, with a you know pretty substantial budget size um, that the state tracks. You've mentioned in your comments um, the tax credit. And recently, with the signing of the Massachusetts budget um, earlier, actually, was it earlier this month or yes, it was earlier this month, I believe there was a crucial component relative to this this particular tax credit. So. Uh, Remind our listeners what that tax credit was all about and why it was so important to the uh, production community 
in Massachusetts and what the outcome of all of the uh, lobbying efforts were? State-based tax credit programs exist in a little over 30 states across the country. So it's not unique to Massachusetts. I mean, there are many states and many other countries and territories. And, you know, since 2005, as I mentioned, Massachusetts has had a fairly competitive program that's really allowed the industry to come here and to start to take root and for people to to develop here. Um, You know, there have been some challenges politically to that. Um, incentive over the years, but it's been fairly stable here and it's become increasingly popular. And our organization has been a key part of um, the advocacy and lobbying to protect the incentive as it is. And more recently, our campaign has been to eliminate the uh, sunset of the program. So as it was amended some years ago, it was scheduled to sunset um, at the end of 2022. So we've um, been in a pretty intense campaign for a couple of years now um, to eliminate that expiration, essentially, so that, you know, the industry will continue to grow and thrive here. And how how crucial was uh, member participation in kind of making their voices known in support of? Yeah. You know. They, they can hear from the, the lawmakers and legislators that, you know, have to make this decision, right, or have to shape policy and uh, craft law and, and, pat, and debate and pass things. Um, it, for them to hear for their, their constituents, you know, the workers and small businesses and their community that are affected by this mean everything. That's, yeah. that's who they need to hear from to make an informed decision about what it means for the people that they represent and the communities um, that they represent. So that is kind of where we come in, in terms of, you know, trying to give people the tools to advocate effectively, um, to try to educate them on the law and what's happening and what the timeline is on policy and how this works, but also give them the tools to reach out to their uh, lawmakers and to have that communication directly and to, try to understand the issue as much as possible. Um, Luckily, the education part isn't that hard. It's, you know, something that people, you know, members of our industry follow so closely that, I mean, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find another industry of people that understand how a bill is passed better than ours. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's interesting is when, um, you know, when you look through the roster, the membership roster, both on the individual level and the organizational level of MPC, uh, there's so many different constituencies represented from, you know, the trades and the unions uh, to the, you know, sort of the, the one man and one woman shows, the shooters and the editors and writers and whatnot. The uh, tax incentive essentially boils down to an invitation uh, to uh, film companies, production companies to work in Massachusetts. And the state essentially sort of subsidizes that to a degree. Am I understanding that correctly? Um, that's correct. I mean, the credit, you know, it has a real monetary value that enables productions to have a competitive, a competitive environment here. You know, it's, you're, it's just like any business, you'll, you'll go where the dollar is best, you know, and where you can stretch your dollar the furthest. And um, I think it's sometimes easy for maybe people not in the industry to, to not realize the um, trickle down 
we yeah. can talk economics now, trickle down, <laughs> uh, impact that, you know, say a, a Hollywood movie is going to shoot for three or four weeks in Massachusetts or maybe longer. And all of the uh, entities that can profit from that, it's and it extends well beyond uh, just those in production, you know, the vendors that are involved and the right. hospitality industry, uh, et cetera. So, you know, the MPC did a fantastic job at illustrating uh, actually the um, the flow of the monies through these productions. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, we're a really vast, we're an industry that has a really widespread economic impact. I mean, it's like you said, it's it's lumber yards, it's, you know, steel companies, it's caterers. I mean, it's people that the one we joke about is renting porta potties. You know, it's yeah, like, absolutely. You have an industry who, you know, not only has to build a work site on a regular basis, but you know, create an entire world to tell stories in. Yes. And so you just think of all the things that it takes to invent a world and to craft one on the spot. And I mean, it's enormous. And, you know, and the, and the economic impact is there for productions of all sizes. You don't have to be a big production to have an impact. If, right. you know. What does MP, the MPC do to make sure that producers and production companies and film studios are aware of the benefits of making content, making films, uh, creating media in Massachusetts. We've supported some advertising of the state in the past, whether it was in trade publications or trade shows, um, but really have to give the lion's share of that credit to the state's film office. So okay. I mean, the Massachusetts film office and the director, Lisa Strout there in particular, I mean, have been our lead selling point in terms of that's the person that, you know, um, is out there selling Massachusetts as a destination to large productions and the studios and uh, the major producers and streamers. Um, and so we're just incredibly lucky to have someone as um, gifted and talented as her, you know, who has those relationships, who has just a tremendous amount of respect and trust in the industry um, to be there as the face of our state, encouraging these productions to come here and to help them find what they need. How far out are you able to look uh, to see, you know, how um, how active production is going to be across the state? You know, they happen pretty quickly. I mean, they you know might start looking a year, maybe a little bit further in advance. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just at least on the end of a major production. I mean, there's so many schedules and, you know, key talent and, you know, people to lock in that, you know, that it takes some time. So they kind of. When they start looking at locations, you know, you kind of know it's coming in about a year, maybe less. You know, they, they can often scout and move really quickly. Is there anything that strikes you as being particularly appealing about production in Massachusetts? If you were, you know, yeah. if you were trying to you're talking to a studio head and you can, you know, and they're saying, well, we, we can make this movie in North Carolina or we can make this movie in Massachusetts. What's your, what's your best pitch for Massachusetts besides the lighthouses? Although I think they have those in North Carolina. Well, the lighthouses help. Well, that's, I mean, that's an excellent example. I mean, a lot of it is, you know, they're looking for a place to tell stories. And when you look at the, just the range of um, scenics that you can find here, incredible. I mean, you can do, dense urban you can do rural you can do period and you you know the architecture is incredibly diverse from you know um you know colonial to modern it's you know you can find all of that 
you have oceans, you have seaports, you have, you know, just a really broad range of places to make stories in that can, you know, in a lot of places, you know, if you're, you're kind of closed in a little bit, it's like, you know, you can be New York city, you can be Paris, you know, maybe not Paris is a little bit of a stretch, but they've done, but it's, I say that because it's been done, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you take some of those brownstones in back Bay or, or, you know, some of the, um, uh, hospital buildings, the older buildings that have really ornate architecture and, you know, you shoot them tight enough, they can be any place. Indeed. And they will do that. And, you know, and that's really how production works. I mean, they, they go to the place where they can tell the best story and make the finance work. Um, you know, and if you have to go somewhere else and do some exteriors, you do that, you know? So if you were winding the clock back to when you got out uh, of college with your degree, would it have been a no brainer for you to say, well, no, I can, I can stay in Massachusetts and be as busy and perhaps even busier than if I was in Los Angeles or New York. And I definitely would have considered it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it just, it literally wasn't even an option then, you know, um, but it's also just the, the industry has changed so much. I mean, you know, when I talk to students, I have to sometimes remember, like I try to think back, like what's changed in that time. And so a lot has, you know, it's not, it's, you know, the, diversification of production centers, right? Which is tax credit driven. So that's, you know, there's now large production centers like, you know, in Georgia and uh, New Mexico and Massachusetts and states that, you know, didn't have those before. Um, But it's also technology, you know, it's the cost of production has come way down or, you know, the ability to, you know, make a high quality image, you know, on a small device, even your phone is extraordinary. And, um, you know, I think that's changed a lot for, especially for young people that are coming out of film programs as well, is that, you know, you don't need access to such large and expensive equipment, whether it's, you know, in production or post-production um, to tell great stories. So. Do you have any sense of um, how the other New England states um, go about trying to lobby for the same you know, type of flow of work and, and what the trends are maybe in New Hampshire or Maine or Rhode Island. We're not telling our secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. The, all these secrets stop that it stops at the, uh, at the toll booth. Yeah. <laughs> them keep keep your out. sales tax, New Hampshire. <laughs> I mean, I know, I, like I know. I'm joking a little bit. I mean, of course, we're friendly with neighboring states and we actually have a lot of members that, you know, live in New Hampshire or Vermont or even Connecticut. And um, I think even they would tell you they're a little bit jealous, but, um, you know, we certainly want everyone to thrive and, you know, if they can come here and work and, um, you know, that's cool too. And, And there are productions that, you know, sometimes can end up in Rhode Island, Massachusetts and, you know, they, the crew base is, you know, shared um, pretty evenly. So what is in store in terms of programming or events um, that MPC is putting together that our listeners should know about um, or, or, or is that under wraps also? It's not so under wraps, but it's, you know, we're working through it now. I mean, coming out of this pretty long campaign, you know, um, working through the state budget. 
Um, you know, I would just say we're very much in planning right now for fall programs okay. and, you know, also watching just to see how the public health um, situation, uh, hopefully that continues to improve and, you know, people are comfortable gathering again and, you know, it's not, um, that doesn't become too much of an obstacle. Absolutely. Just to give a sense of, I think, scale of what we do programmatically, you know, in 2019, we did, you know, 20 unique programs and events that range from, you know, quarterly member meetings to workshops on all kinds of topics uh, to we do a large conference and exhibition called Mass Media Expo and GBH. Um, you know, we have educational programs, you know, anything from a PA workshop for the young person that's just starting out in the field to, you know, really advanced topics and, um, you know, for producers, filmmakers, um, business interests, you know, and just about everything in between. So we really try, we do try to spread it out as much as possible, you know, as we look at what the suite of programs might be for the year, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how to try to hit as many topics across the industry as possible that makes sense, but also, you know, at different experience levels so that, you know, we're providing as much access and opportunity as possible. And if folks want to get more information about the organization and its offerings and what membership is all about, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, Our website, which is just massprodcoalition.org. And We have all kinds of news there. People can sign up to um, join our mailing list and get all the announcements. And yeah, everybody's welcome. Well, David Hartman, director of the Massachusetts Production Coalition, thanks very much for taking this time to chat with us and bringing us up to speed. And again, I'm going to offer a collective thanks from the production community of Massachusetts on the efforts that that you guys helped lead to uh, get that uh, tax credit put in perpetuity, essentially. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. And thank you for everything that FC does. I mean, Filmmakers Collaborative is an important member and a founding member of MPC as well. And lucky to be part of such a good community here. All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Take care, David. Thanks, Michael.